So hello again, everyone. Welcome to Love in Your Life. This is Dola, your host. And I we've taken a little, you know, trek off into the idea of mental um, mental illness or mental uh, challenges because, you know, we've we've recognized that the world is very aware that there is such a thing as um, mental illness and it can be a variety of um, you know intensities right we can be everything from an occasional day of depression to um, to a great uh, many uh, problems that exist as a result of people being uh, disturbed you know disturbed in a mental way in the, in a in a mindful way and um, today we're going to take a little pivot uh, back into our realm of um, career because you know it's it's they're linked right um, you know uh, to the extent that we're mentally clear we probably have a greater uh, possibility of reaching that uh, part of ourselves that can help us live a purposeful life. It just makes sense that if we're clear about, you know, who we are and what we're here to do, and we're in touch with that self essence, that we'll be able to manifest that in the work that we do and in the life that we lead, our personal and professional lives. So it, it does make sense that they're very linked, but I know that there's two um, two tracks that I'm uh, I'm living with here on this podcast, and I do hope that you know the people that need to hear it and are helped by it. It would be great. Um, I'd love some feedback about that because I do this to serve, not you know for my health or anything. <laughs> I'm not um, you know it's not really become a, a, a making a living kind of thing yet but it's it's helping someone hopefully out there I do get listeners every week additional listeners so I do want to help and I would love feedback um, you can go on my website dolasala.com and leave me a message and I hope to answer those things but Today, I wanted to take a veer off back into our career and link the two, the mental awareness, the mental self-awareness and clarity, uh, you know, that that we all, that is required to, to be in touch with that, you know, living our best lives with that, you know, self-awareness to the extent that I know who I am and I know what I stand for. But there's a little tweak today I want to bring up because it came up in another uh, conversation I had with somebody about um, doing what you love and it's it's really easy to say do what you love and the money will follow kind of thing you right um, Marsha Sinatar is the one that wrote that book um, but what if you don't know what you love right and that self-awareness of, of course will put us in closer touch with knowing what we love of course it will but what about looking at it a different way what about looking at it about you know when we do um, emotional intelligence um, assessments for example we we ask other people to assess us and though in that assessment people are you know usually feeding back things like this is what Dola is really good at this is what she's not really good at and so you get that sort of um 
you know, understanding about what people perceive we are good at. And that's kind of valuable information. It's kind of like when we are little and we're playing and we're doing things around our parents and our parents are aware enough uh, of, of what we are really good at so that they you know, talk to us about that. Sometimes they bring it up by saying, you know, you know, you really did that well today. You must like doing whatever it is, right? And when people are into music or art, uh, it seems like it's a little easier to be able to give that feedback because the 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 talent comes out in the the work that they do the art right the performance or whatever it's so easy to identify that for somebody else but when it's a little bit more um obscure you know if it's a it's if it's math for example or science for example we need to wait until that uh, gets demonstrated through schoolwork, and maybe our teachers are able to give us that feedback, not only with our uh, our scores on tests or anything, but with, with with what they are perceiving. You know, turns us on. Okay, um, an old an old um, uh, you know phrase, but um, but very apt for this because you know we do the like bulb goes on and we can see people get excited by different things depending on where they you know where their hot button is for the interest level in a certain subject matter and the ability corresponds with the interest very often it's not always the the case you know what we're good at that we um, should do because sometimes we're good at things that we really have no interest in and we really don't want to do but you know uh, most of the time or I should say a lot of the time we're able to identify what a person is good at and what they're not so good at Um, and that kind of gives us a clue as to what they might want to do with their lives what because I think intrinsically we all come here with some really um, base knowledge of what who we are and what we want to do and and that's a good question who are you you know do what you are um you know that's another way to come at this information who are you and if you can answer that question you know that will tell you an awful lot about what you want to do and and that's related to that question is what is she good at what is she not so good at like I said it comes out in assessments of 360 assessments where other people your peers and your um, your uh, superiors uh, give uh, an assessment about you and that gets compared to your own self-assessment and then you kind of look at everything and you you know have a session about it uh, you know action plan that comes from um, that gets you know uh, out of what's gleaned out of um, what people are feeding back and what you are feeding back about yourself so so what are you good at what do others say you're good at right and then when you get that information instead of saying what am I passionate about and being being daunted by that word passion I don't have a passion oh my gosh you know uh, don't ask me that question you know because I do get that from people I don't have a passion there's nothing I'm passionate about because that word is so I don't know it sort of triggers um, a, a response in us that that makes us almost feel inadequate because we don't have a passion. 
But indeed, we do have something we're really good at, and that is, in essence, a passion. But we may not want to come at it from that direction because it's too ominous for us to respond to. So we say, you know, what do I happen to be really good at? What do I do very naturally? What do people say that I'm really good at? And, and why don't I look at that in black and white, put that down on a piece of paper and ask myself, what, what, what does that mean to me personally? And if it really does bring out something that you haven't heretofore thought about yourself, then you need to ask yourself, what am I not, why am I not doing that? Why am I, why am I hesitating to go in that direction? I guess that's what I mean by do what you are as opposed to what you love you know it's another way to to come at that information so um who are you and why don't you do that which you are Uh, you know it it just really uh begs it really does beg the question you know what do people say about you what are you what do people acknowledge you for what do people say you know you really did that really when do they say that to you you did that so well you know you really know how to speak you really have a an ability to do you know art or whatever it is i mean again the art thing seems to be you know almost um easier for people to identify and even you to identify because many artists are intrinsically so passionate that they can't do anything else and that's you know that's like gosh you know I'm envious of those people (laughs) but you probably are too but we all we don't all have that so we do have something but we don't all have that so um you know when you are you confused okay you might want to ask somebody if you don't want to take an assessment you might want to say what do you see that I'm really good at you know to somebody who really knows you your parents sure your 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 siblings your dear friends they can tell you what they perceive you're really good at and that gives you really specific information um and and you know some people say you know you're very good at teaching about this subject um you know that might lead you somewhere like I have a teacher friend who is really really just naturally excellent at teaching things like geography and history now he happened to be a teacher but he probably was he he ended up teaching general courses and I I have a feeling that he would have loved teaching a whole lot more had he been teaching history and geography because he lights up when you ask him a question about history and geography he's really knowledgeable and really gets excited about telling you you know, giving you an answer to your question about history and geography. I mean, it's kind of, you know, it's really a no-brainer when it gets to be, you know, something that excites you. Something that excites you is who you are and what you love. And I I think that most of us might want to not go in a certain direction because we don't think we're good enough at it you know or something or we question is that a a viable enough you know direction for me to point myself and 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 take a risk on a career path that has to do with something like this it doesn't seem like that because I should be doing something bigger you judge yourself you know I should be doing something bigger and better and more lucrative you know that pays me more money and you know because we have very 
earthly, worldly thoughts about uh, those kinds of things. But I, th- I think if we we held that aside, I think we'd make better decisions about what we what we should do. And I do believe that if we do what we love, money will follow. I do believe that we'll we'll at least have enough to live. Um, so so I, I I think that's partly about being our authentic selves and and I think authenticity is um, it's definitely a buzzword that's thrown around often in in these days but it really does mean something if you think about who you really are and who you authentically need to um, you know what you authentically need to express about yourself or in yourself that's the gift you have to give the world I I really just kind of believe that and um, you know if you if you look at yourself and and ask yourself where are you why are you holding back or where are you holding yourself back Um, you know it's because a lot of people I think up to 70% of people are doing what they don't want to be doing and that's a tragedy that's you know really a tragic situation where people are doing something day to day in their lives spending all their precious time doing something they don't care much about it's an it's a living it makes them money but are they happy oh my gosh there's so many stories about people making all kinds of money but never were happy so um you know uh, and I think that that those are maybe more often than not people who are convinced that that's the only way they could have made the money that they made. You know, they don't put their faith in the direction of what they are, who they are, and what they're good at, and what they're, you know, passionate about. Um, you know, where what lights them up. Um, it, but but you know. If, 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 you know, I heard this talk um, and, and it was having to do with um, uh, your authentic selves and, and it was talking about um, what the question was, what do you know that you wish you didn't know about yourself? And I think that that was trying to identify what's holding you back, what's the fear, you know, um, because sometimes you, you, the thing that you know about yourself is the thing that's holding you back because you make it up you make it fearful you make it a bigger deal than it really is if you just didn't know that about yourself what would you do how would you follow that you know that dream that um expansive joyous dream that you know uh one that's not uh kept down with that fear of you know, uh, failure or anything, any of the things that we talked about that we've talked about on this show. Um, it's, it's kind of like, um, we should all take a course in, um, I don't know if the word's meditation. I don't know. It's a, it's a self, um, self analysis, you know, an internal, getting in touch with that internal intuition that has the information that we're seeking. Um, that really does come, you know, to us naturally. And um, just having that, you know, that calm moment within ourselves that gets us the clarity that we need, um, you know, gets that um, that information to us sooner and clearer and without judgment so that we can do that 
thing and try it. Um, the younger we are, the better, you know, the earlier on in our career, I say the better because we get to do what we love longer um, instead of, you know, discovering it in midlife. That's fine too. And a lot of people do do that. Uh, and, and it's okay. But if you could get to it sooner, wouldn't you? Um, so I think just think you know we live in a world where there's a lot of noise taking us away from ourselves and um, you know what we can do is take away that noise for five to ten minutes a day and go inside and get in touch with that intuition and um, just really feel it feel the freedom of that intuitive moment within yourself that tells you yeah I get it I know who I am and I'm gonna do that I'm not gonna be held back by my fears or my made up you know limitations they're all made up because it, it, when it comes from the mind it's just made of thoughts which are not who we are right? We're not our thoughts. We just have thoughts. So get that out of the way. Go straight to the source, straight to your heart and soul. And that's where intuition lives. And that's where you can get in touch with that piece of intuition. I've been marveled at so many people who have done that. My, I keep talking about my friend Joe, who was on the show a couple of weeks ago. And you know, he just knew. He just kind of, you know, looked at uh, what he loved to do. And he saw, you know, he had a model in his father, which was great news for him. Uh, that allowed him to have a picture of uh, what he wanted to do and who he was. He he was his father's son. And he, he loved what his father did. And he was very fortunate. But not all of us have that. So we have to find it for ourselves. Find the trigger that allows us to live the lives we are meant to live. Anyway, I'll leave it there today, guys. Um, thanks for listening. As always, please, please, please only decide to live with love in your lives, personally and professionally. Until next time, everyone. Bye.